Hey everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 184, Effort, Ease, and Inspiration. And it's all about matching the effort and intensity of your practice with your reasons for doing it. So we'll spend a lot of time on both aspects, making sure you're in your core strength, your upper body strength, as much or as little as you want to be, and making sure you really are connected to whatever inspires you to get on your mat. So let's get to it. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. For tonight, grab, uh, if you have it, uh, a brick or two. Uh, If you have a bolster, you can use it. If you don't, no worries. And then anything else you want to use for uh, a nice soft finish. And we'll begin lying down, knees bent in supported bridge. So you can use either uh, a bolster or a brick on low or medium. It just depends if you want a little soft and cushy or if you want a little bit more firm support. So let's lie down in supported bridge with something underneath the top of your pelvis. So sort of sacrum top of pelvis and just get comfy. And it's nice to see you all. We'll begin by doing my favorite thing, which is doing nothing. With eyes closed or just sort of diffused in where they're looking. Allow yourself to feel how you feel. And decide what you need out of this practice. To give us a little fuel for practice, I'd like us to do this practice of flashing on our awakened heart mind, which might sound a little bit grandiose, but all I want you to do is summon a memory of a time where you felt connected to other people, connected to your work, connected to your path of awakening, whatever that's going to mean for you. And please don't feel like it has to be profound. It could be a good hug you had where you felt really present with another person. So spend a few breaths, allowing yourself to flash on that memory of awakened heart-mind, that longing to connect and to sort of be on this path of liberation. And all you need to do is soak it in, in your memory and in your heart as you relax and breathe. And then as we start moving and getting into our body, see if you can keep that, that, that tone of whatever came up as you summon that memory. But let's start by hugging the right knee in towards the chest and lengthening the left leg away on the floor. If that feels too much with the bolster or the brake, you can do it without it, but it's designed to have a little bit of pelvic lift so we can have that sensation or that release. If you'd like, the left arm can reach up and over the head to the floor behind you. So the left arm, the left arm, the right knee's hugging in. Yeah, so we have this long line on the left side as you push out through the left heel and curl the left toes up towards the ceiling or just sort of point the toes up towards the ceiling. Yeah, good. Take another breath, just trying to sort of create some space across the front of the hip. And then let's change sides. Just hug the left knee in towards the chest as you reach the right leg away on the floor. 
and the right arm up and over the head to the floor behind you as an option. Try to push out a little bit through the center of the left heel. So it's a long line. Excuse me, the right heel. Push out a little bit through the center of the right heel. Yeah. So it's a long line on that right side. One more breath here. Then let's do the same thing, both legs. Both legs reach forward. Both hands on the fronts of your hips or over the head to the floor behind you. And active leg where you press out through your heels and your toes point up and maybe even a little bit in. You can play around with the width of your feet. So it is really strong, active leg. And direct your breath into that soft center of belly and front of hip, encouraging a little bit of release. And even though we're in a stretch which has power, that there's still this capacity to breathe and be soft in the center of it. Okay. And then bring your hands back down by your side. Walk your feet back in with knees bent. If you're on top of a bolster or a brick, get it out of the way and out, like totally out of your way because we're going to do little twisty things. Arms open into a T or a cactus shape. Let's start with feet pretty wide, maybe even as wide as the mat. Inhale here. Just feel, just feel this. As you exhale, let the knees fall all the way to the right with feet really staggered. And you can even stagger the right foot a little bit more if you want. Inhale in that position. Exhale, slowly move the legs all the way over to the other direction so the knees drop to the left. Once you're there, inhale to feel that position and a little bit of twist and turn in belly. And then the exhale, again, you go back to the other side. And just carry on like that with whatever pace you want, but not too fast, where you're experiencing on the inhale and you're moving on the exhale. And we'll just just let it happen a couple more times. Slow, easeful movement. Just waking up belly, waking up lower back, waking up hips. Maybe one more time each way. Finish on the left side. If you're still working your way through, that's fine. And when you finish on the left side, just bring the knees back up to center and then bring the feet much closer together. They can even touch if that's comfortable for you. Inhale here. Just feel what this feels like because it's different. Then same process. Drop the knees to the right as you exhale. Try to keep the feet pretty close together. If you need to stagger a little bit to feel good, stagger. Next time you exhale, just journey on over to the left side. So legs closer together than before. That might mean they're totally stacked. It might mean they're just closer together. But let's just have a different experience. And just let that movement happen a few times each way. Moving on the exhale, experiencing on the inhale. And try to get lost in your own movement and the the sensation of it. The next time... You make it to the left. Let that be the last one. And when you're ready, bring the knees back up to center. And this time, hug the knees in. You have a choice of holding your shins or your thighs. And you have a choice of how wide the knees go until you find comfort. First, in stillness, just breathe into your back body. 
And then very gentle rocking, like you'd rock a, a small child or an infant, just to soothe. All of this just to create a sense that our practice is going to be one of kindness and care, not just you know athletics. Have a moment of stillness one more time. And then take your time to work your way into downward facing dog. If you need to prep your wrists a little bit by doing some all fours work, please do so. Otherwise, straight into down dog. We won't be there too long to begin. Keep it pretty loosey-goosey for now. We'll, we'll, We'll cement it in in a moment. Okay. And then from here, step the right foot forward, drop the back knee, hands on hips so you're in a low lunge. And then make sure back knee is comfortable. So if you need to pat it or double the mat, do so. Interlace the fingers behind you. And we'll use, well, you're going to use this position essentially to do cat-cow. So inhale, hips forward, chest up, knuckles back. So you're creating a back bend. And then exhale, bring the hands forward, flip the palms to face forward as fingers interlaced, round the spine. Let's just do that twice more. Inhale, knuckles back, chest up with fingers interlaced. Exhale, round the spine as you press the palms forward. One more. Inhale, open it up. Exhale, round it. Good. Bring the hands back down to hips. Let's just do a straight switch to the other side, because why not? So it's the left foot forward, right knee down, right knee padded as necessary. Interlace the fingers the other way behind you. Inhale, hips forward, chest up. Exhale, hands forward, interlace the fingers as you press the palms forward round the spine. A couple more. Inhale, hands behind you, chest up, hips forward. Exhale, hands in front of you, spine rounds, hips press back. Last one. Inhale, open it up. Exhale, round it. And then come down to all fours and then back to downward facing dog. Once you got the wiggles out of your down dog, allow it to feel a little bit like work. So arms are pressing and reaching. Legs are getting a stretch, of course, but can you push a little bit through the legs so they're alert? And then find your ideal spinal stretch, which might mean a little knee bend or not. That's up to you. Find that ideal spinal stretch. So there's a lot cooking. There's a lot happening. But can you remind yourself of that, whatever that that longing to connect or awaken, whatever that memory was, connect that to a little softness in belly and breath so the pose is not rigid. Inside of it, there's a little sense of vulnerability and heart. Then walk yourself forward, standing forward, fold. Bend the knees a lot so you can rest your elbows or some part of your arm on your thighs. So we're pretty high up. And then with head dangling down, bring the hands behind the head just to massage the head. So I'm just resting my elbows on my thighs so I have a little platform. And then I can give a little scalp massage, a little head rub, a little comfort. Yeah, just do that because it's nice and it says to yourself, like, I like you. I'm going to care for you. Then when you've had enough, just let arms dangle. Knees can still be bent or they can straighten out. You get a little bit more leg stretch, whatever feels good. Then for now, slowly roll up to stand. As you stand... You're in your mountain pose, so you're assertive in your legs. You're assertive in the length and lift of your spine. It is a pose. It is effort. But can belly soften and receive breath? 
can you remind yourself of that, that longing, whatever it is to be awake and alive to your life and let this pose of strength hold that within it. And the same goes as we start our flow. So keeping all that in mind and in heart, inhale the arms up. Legs have tone, arms have reach. Exhale, slowly fold over pretty active, strong legs. Nice. Inhale, half lift, bringing the chest forward, thigh bones backwards. Exhale, round over the legs. Inhale, rise all the way up. Assertive legs, assertive arms. And then just the hands slowly come down. Feel the shoulders soften, the belly unclench, fingers soften by your side. Let's add to it. Inhale, arms go up. Exhale, slowly fold over the legs. Half lift, inhale. Walk to plank, exhale. Take a moment to establish your plank or all fours and breathe into it. It's strong. It's a strong pose. No getting around it. Then exhale, drop your knees. Progressively roll hips down, then belly, then chest until you're all the way down. Reach the arms straight back. Lift up into locust as you inhale. Let's stay there on the exhale and just give a little tone and energy to center. Take one more inhale, maybe a little extra height if that suits you. Keep the chin a little bit in, Sammy. Just a little bit, yeah. Good. And then come all the way back down and work your way back to downward facing dog. Once you establish your stance, say to yourself, this is work. So I can make this as much work as I want it to be. Uh, But... However hard the arms are working and the legs are working and the spine is lengthening, I still can breathe. There's still like a soft, gooey center. Then exhale to walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. Inhale, halfway lift. Present the chest forward, the thigh bones back. Exhale to round over the legs. You can keep a little tone in the legs if you want. Push into heels and then inhale, rise all the way up. Keeping that energy in your legs and then energy in your arms. Exhale, the hands slowly come down to your side as shoulders soften, belly unclenches, fingers relax. Adding to it. Inhale, arms go up. Exhale, fold. Half lift, inhale. Exhale, walk to plank and stay there. Inhale, plank or all fours, making sure the pose receives breath. Then drop your knees. Exhale, it's a half triceps press. Forward and a little bit down. Inhale, straighten the arms slowly. Mega slow for fun. Exhale, bend. Inhale, straighten. It should feel hard. It's hard. That's the point. Exhale, bend. But can you stay in control? Can you be with your breath? Inhale, straighten. Exhale to roll all the way down and set up for cobra. Hands can be about underneath shoulders, maybe a little forward and maybe a little back. Inhale, press hands to come up cobra, as high as you'd like, as high as feels good. As you exhale, push into feet, drag hands a little bit back. We're staying here, yeah. And then inhale, get that last little bit of breath. Flat feet if you like flat feet in it, yeah. And then all the way back down and back to downward facing dog. Arms aren't just reaching, they're pushing down. Legs aren't just straightening, they're pushing down and back. And hips have a sense of lift, so there's effort. But can belly still breathe? 
can you sort of feel like you're doing work on your heart and soul and not just exercise? Exhale, hop or step forwards. Half lift, inhale. Present the chest forward, thighs back. Exhale, round. Inhale, rise all the way up. Strong legs, reachy arms. Then that progressive softening as hands come down by your side. Even fingertips soften. One more. Inhale, raise the arms up. Exhale, fold. Half lift, inhale. Walk to plank pose or all fours. Inhale on that plank. Love the plank, but breathe with it. Knees on or off the mat. It's not chaturanga. It's a triceps press. A little bit or as much as halfway down. Inhale, re-straighten the arms. So we just take our time, slow and controlled. Exhale, bend, nice and slow. Inhale, straighten. Looks really nice and focused, everybody. Last one. Bend. And straighten. Good. Great focus. Roll all the way down. Set yourself up for cobra or up dog from the floor. Inhale to come all the way up when you're ready. We're going to stay that extra breath one more time. Exhale just gives it a little bit more integrity. I like the feeling of dragging the arms backwards. And then inhale. Just be there. Enjoy it. Good. And then down and back to downward facing dog. Settle in. It's effort. We're doing a physical discipline, but inside of it, belly is still breathing. You are connected to that, that longing to be awake to your life. One more breath. Exhale, hop or step. Half lift, inhale. Fold. All the way up, inhale. Hands slowly come down. Set your feet either parallel or a little bit turned out. We're going to do three squats up and down. So your choice, not too fast. Keep your focus, keep weight in your heels. Inhale, sit down and back into squat or something like chair pose, but long spine. Exhale, slowly restand, press through heels, squeeze bottom bum. Couple more. Inhale, slowly sit into it. Lower back has an arch. Belly has opening and space. Good. Exhale, slowly re-stand. One more. Inhale, sit. Exhale, stand. Come back to the top of your mat, feet parallel, hip distance. Inhale, raise the arms all the way up. Exhale, fold all the way down. Very nice. Half lift, inhale. Palms flat to the ground, walk or hop, plank chaturanga. Your inhale is your back bend of choice, whatever it might be. Very good. And then downward facing dog awaits you. The next thing you can do from down dog or all fours. 
Inhale the right leg all the way up into the air. So you have this feeling of space across the front of the hip. Exhale the right knee in towards your chest. Firm your belly a little bit in and just sort of hold it there for a second. Inhale the leg all the way back up, opening across front of hip and belly. Exhale, knee comes in and we have that feeling of toning in and up. So it's just seeing the contrast or feeling it. One more. Inhale the leg all the way up. Exhale, step the leg through, high lunge, hands on hips. Okay, with high lunge, hands on hips, first decide if you want that back knee up or down. That's up to you. And then decide if you want to lengthen the stance for more challenge, maybe widen it for more stability, and find where you need to be. And then all I want you to do is create a little sense of effort, and then we'll regulate it. So by effort, I mean push down through both feet first and then create a sense of squeeze, like the front leg wants to go backward, the back leg wants to go forward. Bring your hands to your chest in a prayer. We've created this effort in the legs. Is it too much or too little for you today? And then you can dial it up or down. Reach the arms straight up if that suits you. Can you still breathe? If you can't breathe, back off a little bit of the effort. If you want to add a back bend, if you still can breathe and want more challenge, add a back bend. Watch the drop of your left hip, Katrin. So just sort of lift. Yep, exactly. You got it. Good. One more moment. Okay. And then bring the hands down to frame the front foot. Runner's lunge. Reach the right arm up into the air so it's a twisting lunge. You can always have the left hand on a brick if that helps. And then all I want you to do is create the same sense of effort. Both legs are working, and there's a sense of squeezing into center. It's going to be hard to breathe in a twist. So next time you exhale, use that to your advantage to twist a little bit more from center, and then make sure you still can breathe in it. Good. Last breath. And then downward facing dog. We'll get back to some core stuff, uh, you know, in planks and stuff in a second. But for now, from here or all fours, inhale the left leg up into the air. Exhale the knee in towards your chest. Make an effort to contract in and up so you feel what that's like. Feel your body. Inhale, reach the leg all the way up. Feel the contrast as front of hip opens. Exhale, knee into chest. Feel the contracting inwards all the way up into belly. Inhale the leg all the way up. And then step through high lunge, hands on hips. Take a moment to adjust your intensity. So you can always drop a knee. You can always make the stance longer or shorter, maybe even wider for stability. Since we struggled a little bit with it before, just keep an eye on the sides of the pelvis, not leaning to one side. So try to find that height balance. All right, legs are working and legs are squeezing into center. Keep that hands in prayer center of chest. Do you want to dial up the intensity or dial it down based on what your day has been like? If you'd like, reach the arms straight up. Make sure you can still breathe, otherwise adjust your intensity. And if you still have intensity to offer, maybe add some back bend. Good. Last couple moments here. Then bring the hands down to frame the front foot so it's runner's lunge. Once you're settled, reach the left arm up so it's twisting lunge. You can always be on a bottom, or you can have a hand underneath the bottom brick. A brick underneath the bottom hand. Okay. Make sure the legs are working. And we have that sense of squeezing in. And just keep leaning back into your shoulders, Emily, if you can. Then, then, yeah. Use the exhale to help you get that last little bit of twist. Okay. And then down dog first. Come forward plank for just a moment. Slowly drop your knees and progressively roll down front of hip, belly, 
chest to the floor. Then bring the arms forward for Sphinx pose. So you're on elbows, you're on forearms. And it's like, ah, okay, it's nice. Let it be totally mellow or arms have a little push down and feeling of dragging back. So either totally mellow or palms are down. There's a feeling of dragging back and chest being dragged forward. Good. Then interlace your fingers, tuck your toes, come up into forearm plank on or off your knees. If you're off your knees, you might have to walk your feet a little bit backwards in space. If you're on your knees, you might have to make a little effort to draw the um, navel in and up to lengthen the lower back. So we're in that, that strength. Good. One more moment here. It's work. It's work no matter where you are. So, but can you keep breathing? Then walk the feet forward so it's like down dog, but you're on your elbows. Legs are pushing. Arms are pushing. Chest is reaching a little bit for the thighs for this version of dolphin. But even in the midst of all of that, you're a breathing person with a heart that has feelings. So make sure the pose is containing that, not sort of creating this, you know, this indestructible being around it. It's just holding that heart for you. Okay. Then child's pose or sit three to five breaths. Just remind yourself why you practice, why you're here, and give yourself a moment to reset. Last breath. Then, like it was the first time, come up to all fours and pause. Set yourself on your mat. Tuck your toes, slowly come up into downward facing dog. Walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. Have a little moment of sigh, a little blubber, just something so you don't get too serious and You remind yourself you have a throat and vocal cords. Slowly roll up, or if you want, you can do the half salute up. Once you're up, step wide on your mat. The width will be adjustable as you go. Turn the feet out. Again, the turnout is also adjustable. Bend the knees. So you're in sort of like a wide sumo squat. If it sort of feels like knees are knocking in at any time or it's sort of hard to maintain, you can make it wider or narrower. We're going to start moving side to side. So you'll probably adjust the width of your feet. Let's straighten the right leg. Bring the left arm or hand into the left inner thigh as left knee bends. So right leg is straightening. Again, you can play around with the width of your feet. As you exhale, slowly shift to the other side. Try to experience the side as you inhale into it. Exhale, shift. And you can stay as high as we've begun, or you can go a little bit lower with hands in the air or the floor. And just use the exhale to move. Use the inhale to be. And if you pay attention, I guarantee a lot will be happening in those inner thighs to pay attention to. And we'll just do this a few times each way. If you want bonus points, you can try to keep your pelvis pretty level. So we're not like dumping into one hip as we go. Try to keep a little energy in your spine, Katrin, so it's not too rounded. Yeah. Just so we sort of stay pure in the position of the pelvis. Last time or so each wedge, sort of getting some energy into that inner thigh before we do our warrior poses. Finish on the left so you're balanced, or the right so you're balanced. Don't remember anymore. Who knows? Doesn't matter. And then just walk yourself back into center and to the top of your mat. Okay. Take a moment. Ah, I'm strong in my feet. My legs have tone. I'm not just standing here 
waiting to get into Tesco, waiting for the green light. I am strong in my body, but not, not just stone. There's a little soft center. Inhale, reach the arms all the way up. Exhale, fold. Half lift, inhale. Make the effort to get the palms flat on the ground, even if that's a big knee bend. And then walk or hop, plank, chaturanga. But it's nice to make contact with the ground. Any version of chaturanga or rolling, any back bend on your front. And then we're in downward facing dog. From down dog or all fours, raise the right leg up, bend the leg, turn the pelvis open. It can be just a pelvis action, or you can turn the chest a little bit more. If you do that, I like to bend the left elbow to the floor so you can get a nice angle of shoulders and chest. But just make sure it doesn't go too floppy in whatever's on the ground, especially that back leg likes to turn. Good. All right. Step through, warrior two, hands on hips. So front knee bent, back heel down. Take a moment to ask yourself, how hard do I want to work in warrior two, knowing I'm only going to do it like one time? So do I want a little bit more or a little bit less length? And once you have that, work the legs, squeeze inner thighs together, and reach the arms. Make sure that back foot has a little bit of turn forward is often sort of best for the hips. Yeah, and make sure... My preference is you have a little space between your heels, not that heel to arch for most people, but you can play. One more moment here, just for sort of feeling the strength and power of your warrior two. Then come down forearm to thigh side angle, top arm up and over. We'll start here just so we can get that length of spine opening across front of belly and left hip. Then if it serves you to go a little bit lower or a lot lower, go for it, as long as you don't lose the breath or lose that length. And all I want you to do is just keep some energy and tone in the legs, like they want to squeeze together. Then it is absolutely your choice, triangle or half moon pose, triangle or half moon. In either, both legs, both heels are reaching, arms are opening, and even though the pose has challenge, it's still breathable in your center. Good. Last breath. Then down dog, or if you feel really compelled to do a chaturanga, do your chaturanga. In any event, just keep breathing. And then we'll do the other side. From here or all fours, raise the left leg up into the air, bend the leg, turn open. If you want to turn the chest more, I like to drop the right elbow down. Then I can walk the left arm a little bit out and I just get more turn. In any event, nothing has gone floppy and the standing leg hasn't turned. Okay. Walk it through, warrior two. Or pull it through, warrior two. So you sort of know the drill. So get into the pose, but you're in charge of how long it is. For today, I want both feet really working, legs squeezing into center, but not so much the pose goes rigid. It's still breathable. Pelvic floor can sort of tone a little bit and then relax with each cycle of breath. From here... Move into your side angle, forearm to thigh first. So you just sort of get the pose happening and then you play with the intensity. Top arm up and over. Legs squeezing into center, but breath and belly moving. If it serves you to go deeper, go for it. I'm not going to stop you, but I will request that you keep the spinal length and the breath. Otherwise, it's not really the pose anymore. It's just a, a thing you do to have difficulty. Good. Totally your choice. 
triangle, or half moon. You can do something different than you did side one. doesn't really matter. Find the opening of your arms, the reach of your legs. A little sense of focus with your eyes, although not too specific. And breath that moves through a free belly. Okay. And then down dog or chaturanga. Come forward to plank and then drop down and then set yourself up so you're on your right forearm and your right hips. You're on your right side with knees bent. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. This will be your side plank setup or you'll have two straight legs for your side plank setup. All right? So you're with your knees bent and you're on your forearm or two straight legs. From here, lift the hips up. Push through the bottom arm, push through the legs on the ground, reach the left arm to touch your ceiling. And we're, we won't be too fussy about it. All I want you to think is, yes, this is work. There is challenge here, but I can still breathe. Good. One more moment. Come all the way back down and then slowly shift to the other side. Can you do a plank, which is a hard thing, but keep breathing and not get too like, you know, you're about to lift a tire at the gym where we're keeping it soft. Okay. Lift up, left side, either on your knees or on straight legs. But regardless, you're pushing through what's on the floor, reaching through that top arm. And even though it's effort, it still has a sense of softness in it. Good. Okay. Then... Come down, sit or child's pose, just a few breaths. While you refocus, I'm going to tell you the next thing. So you're not moving, you're just resting. The next thing is to do something upside down. And that, that's a wide you know, umbrella of things. That includes standing wide-legged forward fold with a bolster or some stuff underneath your head so it has support. It includes headstand if that's not a scary proposition for you. If you don't want your head hanging, it also includes doing a a supported bridge, maybe with your legs reaching up. Come up, make your decision. Standing wide-legged fold, headstand, or a supported bridge, maybe with your legs up into the air. If you're doing the standing wide-legged fold, uh, if you have some objects like your bricks or bolster and bricks um, that you can have underneath the top of your head, it's just sort of nice to have that sense of I'm being held. If you have that legs up and supported bridge, just find the position that's really comfortable for you. A minute. That's it. The minute has started. If your eyes are open, try not to be too interested in any one object. Just let let your eyes just sort of find the horizon to look at, whatever that is. And you keep breath moving through whatever shape you're in. And I'll give you just a few rounds of breath in quiet. If you did headstand, child's pose when you're ready to come out of it, and then maybe down dog. If you're in standing wide-legged fold, take a lot of time to come up, maybe coming up halfway first, settling, and then when you're ready, coming up. If you have those legs up, slowly bring them back down, settle with feet on the ground for a couple breaths.
when you're ready, the next stop is Down Dog. You can just go straight to Down Dog or you can do a, a sun salutation to get there. But let's meet in Downward Facing Dog. From down dog, step the right foot outside the right hand, drop the back knee. So it's like you're in a lizard lunge. So the right foot's really wide. Yeah, and you can even turn the right toes out. So we get a little external rotation of the thigh if that feels good. Stay here or we add a twist. Right hand on lower back, twist to the right. Stay here or the right hand grabs the back foot. If that's a struggle, no need to worry about it, or you can always put the left hand on a brick. If you're holding the foot, I quite like to push the foot into the hand. If you think it'll feel good, you can bring the left forearm to the ground. And then find a neck position that feels like that's what your neck wants. And the only way you will know that is by soil experimentation. Front foot has a little effort. Back foot, if you're holding it, is pushing into the hand, so there's a little effort. But inside that effort, and to help facilitate you know, the stretch and release, there's still a softness to center and softness of breath. And we'll just say another breath or two. Okay. Slow release. No flopping out of it. And then back to downward facing dog. It might be nice this stage of practice to have a different foot width, because why not? Then left foot outside the left hand, drop the back knee. So it's like a wide lizard stance, maybe even turn the toes out. So it's an external rotation. And then stay or left hand lower back, you're twisting. Stay or grab the back foot. Stay or bring the right forearm down. And the only thing I want is a little bit of effort. So it's not just like flop. Front foot is working, back foot is working. If you're very mobile and close to the floor, make sure it's not just a lot of lower back because that, that doesn't mean you're stretching your hip anymore. It means you're in lower back. But can there be a soft breath? And we'll just stay another couple rounds of breath because this is usually pretty feel good and nice. Make sure neck is happy. Okay, and then probably last time for today, downward facing dog. Come through to lie on your back, setting up for bridge pose. And that might mean for you today a supported bridge. It might mean an active bridge. It might mean straight into wheel pose. You'll have two or three times to play around with your active pose. When you're ready, come up into bridge or supported bridge or wheel. If you're in an active pose, it's active. So feet are working. Sometimes a little foot width helps with that. Arms, even if they're in bridge, are pushing. But the pose is not solid steel. You're an organic human being with a belly that moves with breath, a heart that feels, a body that feels. So just make sure it retains that tone. And then you're on your own schedule. You have about another 45 seconds to a minute to just sort of be or to come up and down a couple more times and bridge or wheel. But trust yourself. So just sort of do as much or as little as you'd like. And I'll just make sure you don't do anything cuckoo as I watch.
Just another few breaths. Okay. And then again, my favorite thing, do nothing. We didn't do anything, you know, super flashy today, but there was a lot of effort, a lot of poses. So just sort of see how you feel from all of that. And then we'll just do a couple things to help us wind down before we relax. Reach both legs straight forward on the floor, both arms over the head to the floor behind you. If they have trouble falling, you could always have a blanket underneath them. And we're going to do a side stretch. So walk the feet and the hands a little bit over to the left. So the right side of you is getting a stretch, but you're not twisting. We did plenty of twists. We're not twisting. Hips and chest face the ceiling. It can stay just like that, or the left hand can grab the right wrist and give a little pull. The right foot can stack on top of the left, so ankles cross, and you can reach a little bit through that right heel. If that doesn't work, you can just reach through the right heel with the feet next to each other. Find that little sweet spot of you're working the stretch, but it has this quality of you're doing nothing, you're just receiving it. So you can just breathe and feel a little bit of opening across your right side body. Good. Same thing, other side. Take your time to ease into it. You can add the handhold, you can add the foot reach or foot cross. Try to keep it pretty mellow, even if there is, um, you know, some reach to it. When you feel balanced, which might not be yet, but you got time, you can come back to center. And I'll explain uh, the Shavasana options. If you, if you have a bolster, you might like to stack it on top of two bricks so you make like a little stone hinge. And then you can rest the back of your knees on top of it. So it's like you're sitting up, down, supported by a plinth of of uh, bolster on top of bricks, or you can just lie down in Supta Baddha Konasana with feet together, knees wide, using your bricks to support your outer thighs, um, and maybe a bolster underneath your torso, or you just lie down however you want. And just sort of think Stonehenge with your setup if you're going to do the Stonehenge. So you've got probably two bricks next to each other and then cushions on top. So yeah, you can probably keep the bricks on low or medium if um, you're not particularly tall. If you're um, taller, you can put them a little higher. And then the bolster is against the back of your knees or you're in any shape that feels good. Before we go into quiet, just say to yourself, all right, I deserve rest. No matter how hard I worked or thought I hard, you know, how hard I thought I worked or didn't, no matter what, I still deserve rest. Always deserve it. And let me hold in my heart that that reason I'm on this path to try to be a friend of my body and heart. And just breathe with that. Let that hold and anchor you while we stay a few minutes in rest.
Simply come back to your breath. And where you are. When you're ready, take a lot of time to come up to sit. Once you're seated, hands somewhere on you in a prayer or a touch, just to connect. Before we finish, let's take some of that feel-good energy we gave ourselves and offer it out to whoever might need it. It might be an individual you know or a group of people you read about. But with our breath, let's send out a bit of that goodwill we've generated. So breath in, breath out. Bow or simply touch the ground. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for listening. Check out more at adamyogapodcast.com and please leave reviews wherever it is that you listen. 